Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back and happy Tuesday. I hope your week is off to an amazing start. We closed a registration to our metabolic reset just the other day. And of course, there's always the last minute stragglers that I'm getting emails from or people DMing me and that want to join. And here is the thing. If you know you absolutely want to join us in the next round, then do send me an email or send me a direct message on Instagram you can email me samantha at holisticwellness.ca and just let me know if you really want to come join us. Our next round starts next week and we kick off as a community on Monday, March 2nd for eight weeks. And it has been so awesome these first eight weeks of the year watching our first group go through the reset program. And maybe you've seen some of the testimonials that have I've been sharing over on Insta stories or you've seen them over on Facebook and it's just amazing. Women who have been losing 9, 10, 12, 15 pounds, inches off their hips and their waist, but also women who are like normalizing their blood sugar, which they've haven't seen regular blood sugar numbers in years and, you know, they are on the verge of developing diabetes. Other women who are dealing with PCOS and insulin resistant PCOS and same thing, like losing the weight, finally having a regular cycle. And it's just so awesome seeing so many awesome transformations that have happened. And many of those transformations happen within the first four to five weeks. Like it was so amazing. So I'm such a proud coach over here and just watching everybody like really make that awesome commitment to themselves. It's super rewarding. And if you're listening to this and you've been in our program, I I super commend you. And wherever you are with your health journey right now, you know, sometimes you have to have that come to Jesus conversation with yourself because, you know, I was having this conversation with many of the women in our Facebook group. And there were women who were reaching out saying, you know, they have Hashimoto's or they have insulin resistant PCOS, they have diabetes, they've had three miscarriages, they have irregular cycles, you know, pain and so much inflammation in their knees and heart disease and high cholesterol. Like it's just, it's nonstop. And, you know, you sometimes have to really have that talk with yourself. Like how much longer are you willing to go on feeling the way that you're feeling and just being in this pain and not enjoying your life and not living full out and not living vibrantly and going through this cycle just over and over again and just really suffering. Like how much longer are you going to do that? And you sometimes really have to have that come to Jesus conversation with yourself about like, what are you really going to do? How are you going to level up and dive in and make that commitment to yourself with no plan B and dive in and really get the support. So we really do try and make our metabolic reset very cost effective and we do offer payment plans for it. And also it's something that you also have to really keep in mind that we're always adding a lot of value to the program. There's a lot of coaching support inside that program with not just myself, but our other coach, Valerie. So you're getting two nutritionists and you know the value is huge for the price that it's at, and the price will continue to increase. So if you want to join us, 
come and grab the amazing savings and we offer a three payment plan option as well. And it's super low barrier. So come join us and just send me an email or a direct message if you know you really want to get in on this next round. I can promise you it's going to be so transformational. And I would love the opportunity to just work with you in a more intimate capacity and really just help support and guide you. So so yeah, I'd love to have you guys. And it's just it's just amazing what happens in, in as little as, you know, like I said, four to five weeks and just watching the transformations and seeing what everybody's eating and cooking. And trust me, you're not going to be deprived. There's so much good food in there. So you're going to really, really love it. I promise you. So yeah, so reach out if you want to come join us. We start as a community on Monday, March 2nd. Okay, so before we dive into our episode, I was sharing a few products over on my Instagram last week and you guys always reach out and ask you know, more details about it and whatnot. So I always figure sharing on the podcast is a great opportunity to do that. So you guys know I love my elixirs and I've been making my like cacao mushroom elixir and it's so good. And then I started adding, of course, I'm like always upgrading these elixirs like they're on steroids or something. So the Liva Latte, I was sharing that on my Instagram last week. It's wild Liva Latte drink mix and it's got dandelion root in there and it's got some birch bark in there. It's got chaga in there and it's really loaded with so many antioxidants and a ton of support for gut health and immune support and adaptogens and there's Jerusalem artichoke, which is really great for liver detoxification. There's a yakon powder, which has a lot of really great prebiotics. There's cinnamon, there's maca. So it's a really cool blend. And basically, I've just been adding that into my mushroom cacao elixir. And it's just, like I said, making that elixir on steroids. And I just keep adding goodness to it. So I love it. And you can head over to North American Herb and Spice to check out the Liva Latte. And the other product that I got the most questions about is the Hempanol PM. So this is a wild, raw, organic, full spectrum hemp product, and it is meant to be taken in the evening time because it has hops and it has chamomile and it's super calming. And I've been using it now for probably two weeks just over two weeks. And I'm totally hooked. I love it. There's no melatonin in it. And I love melatonin, but I was taking melatonin for quite some time because my melatonin was really low. And especially a couple of years ago, when my Hashimoto symptoms were at its worst, my sleep was really suffering. So I was really utilizing melatonin and it was really, really helpful. But, you know, I really want to obviously wean off of that. I don't, don't, don't just want to be reliant on melatonin. So it's really nice to find a great herbal sleep blend that doesn't have melatonin in it. And so that doesn't mean that I might not go back to melatonin at some point, but again, it's just, you know, switching it up, which I think is always really important. So the Hemp and All PM is a fantastic product and it has full spectrum hemp, like I said. So it's got the CBD, which is really calming and it really works on your CB2 receptors. And then it has oregano and cinnamon and then hops and chamomile. Here's the thing, guys. It does not taste very good. Like it is really quite strong. So what you do is you put about five to six drops right under your tongue. Try to hold it there as long as you can. I try and hold it there for like maybe 20 to 30 seconds and then you swallow it. And then I always have to take like a little swig of water or something. Like it literally gives me goosebumps. I joke with Gaytan, like it's literally gonna put hair on your chest because it is just so 
It's so potent because of that oregano and cinnamon together, but it's super, super good, like really calming. And it's got a very rich source of like biological terpenes, which comes from the hemp. And this all really supports like restfulness and relaxation and a really healthy sleep response. So I highly love it and recommend it. Hempinol PM. And you can also get that on the North American Herb and Spice website. I know it's a really long URL. So NorthAmericanHerbAndSpice.com. Use the code HOLISTIC15 at checkout and you can save 15% off their products and they ship internationally, which is really great because you guys know I was sharing about NED, which is an amazing CBD oil company in the US, but they only ship to the US. If you want a CBD oil specific to help support hormones and your cycle, they have an amazing blends that you can find on their website, helloned.com. And you can use the coupon code there, healthy hormones to save 15% off your first order. And that is really a blend that's going to really help support more like your cycle and hormones. But this product is not necessarily hormone specific. It's just sleep specific and they do ship internationally. So if you're looking to get your hands on some really good hemp products, then definitely check out North American Herb and Spice. So they're really great. So the coupon code again is holistic15. And I would love to see what you guys order if you're going to use the Liva Latte, if you're going to use the Hempanol PM. They also have a daytime Hempanol. And that could be a really great one too if you're dealing with any anxiety and really want that calming support during the day, but without the like sleepiness. All right. So that was totally a mouthful, but I really wanted to share that because I got a lot of questions about it. And if I'm using products, I always like to reach out to the company, see if we can try and get a discount and then really pass it on to you guys. And if it's been something that's really benefited myself and Gaytan, and we've loved it, I just want to pass that on to you guys. And I know that buying supplements can sometimes not be very not be very cheap. So I get it. So the discount can be really, really helpful. Okay, so let's dive into our episode. Finally, I'm interviewing Rachel and she's a friend of mine. She's a naturopathic doctor. She's a mother of three. One of her kids is actually a teenager. So on today's episode, we're talking about dealing with teenagers and their hormones, which is really great and kind of funny. She shares some really great insights of how you can just support not just necessarily teenage health, but just your kids' health overall. And, you know, many of those strategies that we implement for kids, it's the same thing for adults. So we talk about kids and teenage hormonal support, and then we dive into women's health. She works a lot with women and hormonal health, especially as women are aging and are struggling with weight and moodiness. And we dive into how the adrenals are connected to all of this and you know they're connected to why so many women are starting to feel that weight come on and that exhaustion. So she shares some really great strategies around that. We also talk about creating a healthy home and really just being conscious of xenoestrogens in our environment. So it's just a really great conversation. And also she is a birth doula and she has been a part of 300 births, which is wild. So we do dive into that a little bit. So it's a really just great casual conversation that I know you're going to get some really great nuggets of information from to support yourself and perhaps maybe your family. So Rachel is a board certified and licensed naturopathic doctor and birth doula. She maintains a general family practice with a special interest in pediatrics, women's health, hormonal imbalances, fertility, pregnancy, digestive health, skin conditions, and mood disorders. 
She is also a mama of three growing kids and is learning to embrace the teenage hormonal years with them. Let's dive into our episode with Rachel. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you. Yeah, it's so great to have you here. I've been wanting to talk with you for so long because I always say you're just super cool. And thanks. (laughs) I don't feel super cool, but that's okay. You are super cool. (laughs) So I'm so excited for today. And before we dive in, tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. I am a licensed naturopathic doctor. I've been in practice for almost 15 years. I'm a birth doula. So I've been to over 300 births. Huge. And I own a clinic in, uh, you know, midtown, downtown West Toronto called DuPont Naturopathic Family Center. We're a wellness clinic that really sees all family style kind of issues. And I have three children. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I keep my days busy. Yes, you do for sure. So with your three kids now, yes. How many of them are actually teenagers right now? One is a teenager. I think we've met. Yeah. So I have a 14 year old who is my, in the throes of teenage life. (laughs) Yep. And I have a 12 year old daughter who just turned 12 and my little one is seven. He's soon to be eight. Awesome. So tell us how you are dealing with hormonal teenagers. What does, what does it look like supporting their health and optimizing their hormones? Yeah. So first things first is I always joke, like my teenager, it's like a bad relationship that you can't break up with. So you can't take anything personally. Like the other night, we always like do this, like kind of like what's our good and what's our bad before we went to bed. And he was grumpy and mad and tired for whatever reason. And he said his, and then he always wants to know mine. And then he was like, and I was like, aren't you going to ask mine? Like, are you going to ask, you know? And he was like, I don't care right now. And I was like... (laughs) okay, you're just tired. I'm not going to take it personally. You're 14. Yeah. I think that's a big thing with hormones is really just like checking in with our own selves. And again, that's why I joke. It's like a relationship that you can't leave and you need to make it work. And sometimes, you know, it's the parents, the issues that come up from our perspective and we have to just, we have to just roll with it. So that's, and being super patient. And then also I found like, when you learn about the teenage brain and how kind of immature it is and how their thought process is. Like the other day he made nachos and he grated cheese and there was cheese on the counter. So I was like, can you just clean it up? And he's like, how do you do that? (laughs) And it's like, you know, my very logical brain is like, I I can't, I don't even know what to think about this right now. Like so funny. You just take the rag and, you know, but I'm like, I'm just going to breathe through this and, just we'll work through it. So those are like, you know, the the kind of emotional aspects I think of having a teenager. And then I do work really hard on on our day-to-day food aspects. He's really good. He's really good with taking fish oil, which I love. I feel like and actually it comes from a vanity perspective because he thinks that he has dandruff, even though he doesn't, but I told him fish oils will help <laughs> the dandruff. So he takes it every day. <laughs> So I'm like, perfect. It's like, and, and feeding the microbiome, right? So like all of our hormones that have to cycle through our liver and cycle through our digestive system. So, you know, takes a probiotic every day and really good at taking vitamin D. So like, they're really good that way. And also I got my kids from a very young age into drinking herbal teas 
And I see a, I see a lot awesome. of moms and a lot of new moms. And I think that herbs are such a great way that we can get medicine into our children and add a little bit of honey to it. And they love it. So like, you know, yesterday he had a bit of a headache and he had a chamomile lavender. Sometimes we do a detox tea. So it's like a really great way to flush out that liver. We do nettle tea, which is like really rich in minerals. So I, I find that we can get medicine in through food and through plants for sure. Amazing. And so what age would you recommend that kids can start with herbs? Like when they're little, like when you start to give your babies food, really? season them with food, with right. that, with herbs, with herbs right? right? So right. yeah. So add basil to your pasta sauce and cinnamon to that oatmeal and oregano and all of our like, you know, I mean, I'm obsessed with cilantro. So like it goes in everything. Awesome. Yeah. And make it really, make it so it's not weird. Like this is all, this is our food. Food, And and we start from a very young age. Yeah. There's no reason why they should be eating a different meal than anybody else. Awesome. I I think maybe from like a tea perspective, I can see how some mothers might be weary about, is it okay to give my child Mm -hmm. chamomile or, you know, like... I mean, of course we want to check with people, but a lot of these are really safe medicines. We're using it in like tiny amounts. Like you're making a teapot and they're drinking like, you know, I always say like, get them their own little tea mug that's like super cute and small you know, like buy it secondhand. It doesn't have to be anything like pricey and that's theirs. And that's small and manageable in their little hands and it's special for them. And then they like, it's like the ritual of it. I'm really into like that ritualistic kind of medicine. And so many cultures drink tea. Yes. (laughs) I love tea. Yeah. You know, and then when they're sick, they have tea or, and it's just, it's calms them at the end of the day. I'm a huge fan. That's amazing. And I love how you really mentioned how you know, the teenage brain is into very quote, yeah. quote, smart or advanced just yet. And so it's so great that you share this because perhaps this will help other parents maybe change their perspective in terms of like how they respond to their child. Yeah. I can, yeah. I can imagine how so many fights would break out at home. It's like if your like- child doesn't clean up the cheese <laughs> off the counter and you know, you're freaking out at them. But it's like to really tune in and be like, they are just so not thinking the way that an adult is thinking. Yeah. They're just in their own universe. Yeah. And like, it's frustrating, of course, from a for parent's sure. perspective, because you're like, from my perspective, it's like the most common thing. It's like, I can't even believe I have to teach you how to for clean sure. the counter. Like, I mean, you could figure out more complicated math problems at school. Yeah. So for sure. But, you know, we just, or maybe, I mean, you know, I think he just also doesn't want to do it. He's yeah, like, just you do it for me. So it. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to say, hey, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's so funny. So you have a 14 year old and then, the ne- and then your daughter's 12. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she'll be a teenager and. I know. I know. I always say my kids are late bloomers. So like we're still, you know, my 14 year old is just going through like the throes of it now. And so my 12 year old will have a, she'll still have a bit of time. So, right. And I'm always intrigued by that. Like, you know, how much is sort of nature and how much is nurture? Like how much are just like our own? Like, I mean, I was a late developer too. So there was their dad, like, so they come by it very honestly. Right. But I do think that, you know, with like there's so many kids going through puberty so early and I'm always, I'm, I'm just really fascinated with like 
How do we support our children? And the the sort of detox of hormones that I think we get a lot of this environmentally. Right. So if we look at a hundred years ago, girls didn't get periods until they were 15, 16 years old. For sure. And what was the change in a hundred years? I mean, the change of our food has been huge in a hundred years and the change in our environment and our chemicals, you know, like a hundred years ago, we weren't like fragrancing everything. And like, right. you know, how many, how many shampoo options do we have? Like, really none, you know, right, like nothing right. really and laundry happen. options. Yeah. All yeah. Of that. And so I think we're just exposing our, our children to a lot more of these chemical to- like toxins, these xenoestrogens, right. These right. hormone mimickers. And so then I think, well, I mean, I can control sort of what I have in my house. So, you know, I, I don't For have sure. chemicals in my house and the foods that I buy and, you know, we, I mean, my kids are kids and they'll eat cookies and I try to make my best choices. And sometimes we order pizza and it's not like, you know, we're not like fanatical, but you know, we do, we do do very well. For sure. But for sure, our laundry detergent, our cleaning supplies, our, our household items, and I buy organically a lot, but what do we do to like help our children to detox on a daily basis? And that I think is where we have a lot of really great options. Awesome. Well, yeah. let's dive into that because I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of moms mm-hmm. listening that are like, mm-hmm. how can I detox mm-hmm. my teenager? So, I mean, so again, the herbs from a really young age, like we right. can start to introduce that and we could do, you know, different detox, like liver herbs are really great and they're very mild tasting. Again, the nettle, I really like really rich in minerals. I love castor oil packs. If anybody like follows me on social media, love it's them. like, I joke, I want to like dip my patients in castor oil, but Doing castor oil <laughs> tummy rubs yes. and liver rubs, castor oil can penetrate four inches into the body. And so, you know, it helps, it gives the liver a little bit of a pump so that it's doing its job. I mean, of course, we can avoid the chemicals that we put in our house, right? Yes, we have lots sure. of options that yeah. way. So just don't bring them in. Yeah. Tell us what that looks like in your house. Yeah. So if I think, I mean, like, shampoos, conditioners are like all natural. And I'm not like, you know, there's this whole thing of like greenwashing. Like I really buy from like local small brands. I don't buy right. brands that are like, oh, I'll put the spin on something green, you know? For sure. So yeah. we do have to be conscious of that. Yeah. I think that is important for me and to support the people that are really kind of like making that world happen for us all. So soaps and deodorants and shampoos and like all of those household, like, you know, beauty products that, you know, my kids aren't like in, you know, I mean, my daughter doesn't wear makeup. My son doesn't wear makeup either. So, (laughs) you know, these are all, I don't have to really dive into that. And then also, you know, all of our cleaning products, I use like a lot of essential oil-based sort of household cleaners. Yeah. Awesome. So, and I also don't think you'd lean a lot of stuff. Like your all-purpose spray is really an all-purpose spray. spray. We don't need a lot of, a lot of options that way. That's really, really great. Laundry detergent. Right. Yeah. yeah, All of that. I know there's for something that's chemically based, you can find something that's natural. You really can find the alternative. There's so many options nowadays and Mm -hmm. you can make your own too. Sometimes on the You can make your own. I know. I know it's true. So from a food perspective, I mean, mm-hmm. I know so many moms are listening to this that are like, I yes. wish I could get my kids to eat healthier or more greens or more this and more that, you know? So Okay, so my my teenager's the worst eater. Okay. So tell yeah, like tell us what does this look like for you? I actually think it's better when they're younger. 
they get a bit rebellious, but first of all, when kids are young, they have no idea. So what you put out is all they ever know. For sure. That's all they know. Yeah. Makes so sense. like, you know, we always, I always bake things and we always had lots of fruits and vegetables that accompany everything. And we continue through that, you know, every single day, really. I mean, there's every day there is some sort of fruits, vegetables, greens that's put out. Some people, you know, my daughter doesn't really like, bro- uh, doesn't like Brussels sprouts. Okay, fair. Fine, you know, right? like yeah. it's fine. She likes broccoli. Okay, perfect. Right. So I'm a big fan of the cruciferous vegetables, those brassica family, because they're really good at detoxifying our hormones and they're really great for our liver. So, you know, I'm always trying to get broccoli, roasted cauliflower is a huge hit. They really like cabbage, you know, so making like a coleslaw awesome. or just sometimes chopping, just literally chopping up cabbage, they'll just eat it raw. Crazy. So those are, That's awesome. Yeah. But I mean, most kids will eat steamed broccoli, yes. you know, or, or roasted yep. cauliflower. So I think those are really are great options. Apples, apples have indole 3 carbonyl in them. They're really yes. amazing at detoxifying hormones, like slice them up. You could put nut butter on them. You could just eat it whole. Raspberries, you know, great thing to put into smoothies. Again, they have elagic acid. Elagic acid, elagic acid. Yes, I know. I can never pronounce it right. (laughs) Yeah. So, and those are also really good for the liver and to balance out hormones and lots of fiber. So, you know, we're not really, you know, all of our breads and and any of the grains that we do have are, are whole, so to speak. Right. So, you know, really trying to limit white products like that. Of course. Yeah. It sounds like you're just a lot of variety, which is really great. A lot of variety and a lot of balance for sure. Lots of beans and a lot of legumes. My kids are really big fans of beans as well. And I feel like those are the little, the little foods that get forgotten about. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, I don't eat meat only because I haven't eaten it since I was like a teenager and I just don't have any desire, but my kids really like to eat meat. And so I get, oh, I, just awesome. buy, I buy clean options for them. I don't right. really feel like my food, something I don't want to eat should be something that they don't eat. I feel like it's something that from like just my belief is, yeah, they can, I love that. they'll decide for themselves. And right. I always sort of share this story. I was walking in the grocery store and there was like a big billboard. My daughter was young. She was like maybe like two or three. And there was like a rack of ribs, like this massive picture, this rack of ribs. And she just looks, points at it and goes, I want that. Really? <laughs> I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> I don't think she'd ever had ribs before. That's really? So and she funny. was like, she wanted it. So, you know, I think they I tell you to what they want and, yeah. and and listening to their own bodies. For sure. You gotta let them discover that for themselves mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you post so many great recipes on your Instagram. You. Yeah. And you're like a lover of baking like myself, I can see. From I do all- love to bake. I love it too. I do. It's so much fun. I it's love like- one bowl baking though. It's yeah. like one bowl. It's often made before the, like put together before the oven is even preheated. I'm nothing <laughs> like, you know, it's That's not, amazing. it's not fancy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's just delicious, nice baking that everybody eats and is a bit like of a healthy twist. Yeah. I yeah. love that. And so one of the recipes you post, you've got this awesome, like garlic cough syrup. So it's not necessarily a recipe per se that you might eat at dinner, but, but it's for, you know, really for immune support. So, and I mean, first of all, honey, honey, there was just an article and, oh, it's on my, that I was going to pull up the article, but it's anyways, it's not handy. And it's on how honey is your best cough syrup. Your it's better than over the counter cough suppressants Amazing. and how much honey works better than that. So 
that's the first thing. And then when we infuse it with the garlic, garlic kills everything. Yes. Right? So it kills viruses, it kills bacteria, it kills fungus, and it's like its job is to is to kill. So you put the garlic in the honey. I usually make it in a mason jar and I like fill the mason jar about a third or a half with garlic. And like I don't like to do extra work. I just I have to you have to peel the garlics, but I don't chop them up. I just throw them, throw in, them in a bowl. Okay. I cover it with a liquid unpasteurized honey. That's key because once we pasteurize our honey, we like we take all of the good properties out of it. So we sure. want the we want the honey to be unpasteurized. And then I just let it sit and ferment. For like how long? Usually like a month. And then after about a month, it's, it's, and sometimes I give it like a little love in, like I take it out of the cupboard and I like shake it and like help to kind of move all the like garlic juices into that honey. And then I just put it through a cheese cloth and I strain it out. And then we have a cough syrup. It's also a really great marinade. People have told me. I bet. I bet that would work really well. But people really, I mean, I've been making it for years and uh, people have really sworn by, and so have I, like it's really amazing for any coughs, colds, flus, um, anything that you just need a little bit of like a good immune support. But again, it's a better cough syrup than what you're going to buy over the counter. And going back, like you can make it, it's cheap and you can make it. That's amazing. So yeah. you strain it and then do you just like keep it in your fridge or cupboard? I usually actually just keep it in the cupboard. Yeah. Awesome. I just keep I would, it in the cupboard. Amazing. Doesn't I would assume bad. it has, like, yeah, like it has a life, a long shelf life. Yeah. It's like often we don't finish the last seasons and it's like we use it the following year. Amazing. It's, it's totally still fine. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I have a recipe mm. that I make. I call it my vampire immune elixir <laughs> because it's got What's the garlic that? in it. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of the same thing as what you're making, but I also put like some apple cider in there, mm-hmm. some like sprigs of thyme or rosemary. Yes. Thyme is nice to put in. Yeah. Some maybe like yeah. lemon peel. I might put like yep. a bunch and then just kind of throw it all in there, put it into a dark cupboard. Same thing. Let it ferment for maybe yeah. days and then. Yeah. Yeah. And it it's is ready to go. potent. Like you just need a tiny amount, but it is strong mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. expensive. And literally you can just make this medicine at home. And it works. Yes. Right? Works, it works really well. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I'd love to dive into women's health because I know that this mm-hmm. is also an area that you work very closely with. Mm-hmm. And so I'd love to know, like, what do you really see with women as they're getting older and the impact their hormones start to have on their mood and their energy yeah. and their sleep and their weight. This is a huge thing. This is a huge thing. So I get a lot of women who come in because their hormones are changing. It's becoming a little like, you know, just, it's not predictable. And they go to their medical doctor and there aren't a lot of options and they don't want to do HRT. And so it's like, I've had several, it's like they come in with like an antidepressant script. Yes, I know. I hear it all But they're the time. not depressed. Yeah. They just need their hormones to be balanced. And sometimes they have like, you know, I have someone right now who has terrible night sweats. During the day, she's okay, but terrible night sweats along with the cycle being irregular. And now we've gotten her cycle to be back to being a little bit regular. Amazing. And as long as we do acupuncture every two weeks, it's like clockwork. We keep all the night sweats not an issue. Oh, that's amazing. And so what do you think's happened? The first time I saw her in the waiting room, she did not look happy. I was like, oh, I get nervous. I'm like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. And now, how beautiful to see a smile on this woman's Mm. face, you know? Like, 
and we have a really good plan. It takes work on her part for sure. Being healthy and getting into our optimal health where we are, whatever sort of phase we are in our life. But with our hormones, it does. It takes some work. But the the payoff is really great. For sure. Mm-hmm. And so what are you seeing as you know women start to age? What is what's happening hormonally? Obviously, our adrenals play a really big role here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's really happening here? Adrenals play a role, but I would say a lot of the time it's just their own female hormones that are fluctuating and then they're getting, you know, I mean, they're just getting the side effects of it. So either irregular cycles, so unpredictable. There's something really beautiful to know I'm going to get my cycle every 26 days or every 32 days. And now all of a sudden they just don't know. It's like, it's, it's been 14 days, it's been 40 days. And then the, and then the flow itself can be really heavy. So then all of a sudden it's like, they're like, they, they can't leave their house because they're, they're filling up whatever, you know, pad, tampon, cup, whatever they're using is filling up on like an hourly basis. It's crazy. So it could be really debilitating for people that way. So that's one, you know, and then there's night sweats and hot flashes. Mm-hmm. And so do you find that, you know, I find like a lot of younger women that I work with do have a lot of estrogen dominance going mm-hmm. on, but even mm-hmm. as you age and even get into those pre or postmenopausal years, that can still be an issue. The estrogen dominance, and then what happens is the progesterone. Now that difference between the estrogen and progesterone is even greater, so their progesterone deficiency is even more. Right, because now like the dominance keeps it so high, and now the progesterone is naturally coming down at that time, and so we have a bigger gap between these two these two hormones. Right. And that is obviously going to play such a huge role on huge symptoms. Yes. 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 Huge symptoms. So what are some strategies that women can really implement to help support that gap that starts to happen with their hormones? Mm -hmm. So again, I I mean, kind of like that conversation earlier, I think a lot about the liver and getting the liver to work really optimally so that it can like do its job with all of these hormones. And then I also use herbs, you know, we like you know, we, we have a very large herbal dispensary at our clinic. And so then I custom blend herbs for like make tinctures for women as needed, you know, on what's going on for them. So, you know, herbs can be a really great medicine to help to balance out hormones as well. I also like vitamin B6. Again, if that estrogen is high, then B6 is really great at helping to like, to metabolize some of those estrogens. Yes. Yeah. So lots of, lots of food and lots of supplement options. And I find acupuncture works very well at helping with symptom management and helping to balance, actually to balance out hormones. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So tell us more about acupuncture. It's funny because there's been this like little voice in the back of my head that's been telling me, go do acupuncture, go do acupuncture. Yeah. Yeah. And so I have a girlfriend close to me that does it. So tell us more, like, how does that work? Why is it so beneficial Mm -hmm. for hormones? Mm -hmm. So, so acupuncture is all based on like yin and yang right? And so we either have like a deficiency or an excess and it can happen in a certain organ system. So like often for women, as they get older, the kidney can become deficient and then we end up with these symptoms. And then one organ all interplays in with another organ system and now it can affect like, you know, their mood because that's governed by a different organ system. And so when we're doing acupuncture, it's really a great way to balance out the entire whole person. Like we're not really working on just like one symptom picture, but we're actually taking that whole person into consideration. We can release heat 
with acupuncture. So often women at that, you know, that time in their life, they're complaining of a lot of heat. So we can like, we, we can use female balancing points and kidney balancing points and release some of that excess heat. And then there's such acupuncture is so amazing at calming the nervous system. And so when they're like, when they're just feeling so agitated and not, and not sure what's happening in their bodies and confused, it's so great to be able to calm the nervous system as well. That's really great. I'm sure a lot of women listening are thinking, but does it hurt? Does it hurt? I mean, some points, no, it doesn't hurt. Some points are like a little more prickly than others. I always kind of like the feet or the hands, you know, because there isn't a lot of tissue in that area. Right. But I, you know, the needles are, first of all, they're like, they're disposable. So they're never reused. Yeah. Super clean, very safe. And the needles are really, really tiny, tiny. tiny. They're really tiny. So sometimes there's just that little bit of that like prick where like it breaks the barrier of the skin, but it really doesn't hurt. Awesome. Do you do any facial acupuncture as well? I do. I do. I love facial acupuncture. It's so, it's, it's really amazing. It's good for, it's, well, we call it facial rejuvenation. And I really love the word rejuvenation because we can't really like anti-age and nor do we want to anti-age. I don't think it's like there is beauty in aging and getting older and like in all of our minds and all of our experiences. And so, but what the, what the acupuncture does is it helps to rejuvenate the face. So it brings a lot of blood flow to the face energy circulation, but we could also lift. We can lift the eyebrows. We can like sculpt underneath cheekbones, um, you know, the jowl area that gets a little bit like, you know, a little saggy on that area. We can help to pull it up. And also I have these tiny little needles that like they go into really fine lines. So like the lines, we call it the nasolabial group between the nose and the mouth, you know, like our big smile lines there to put in little needles there. And actually they create a little micro trauma, which helps collagen come and fill the area. And it's safe. Yeah. Non-invasive. It's non-invasive and there's no toxins that you have to put into your face. And it really does work really well. Wow. Okay. Sign me up. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish you were closer. I know. Awesome. Well, there's always people who do things in all yes, kinds of places. For so. sure. So I'd love to talk about testing. I know that you do a lot of different testing in your clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk a lot about the Dutch test on on this podcast. And yeah, I know that you're... Yeah, we do the Dutch test as well. Awesome. And then I know you're a big mm-hmm. fan of the organic acid test as well. So I do really like it. Yeah. So tell us more about that. So the organic acid test is a urine test. And so easy, easy to, to do in the sense that it's just a single morning urine sample. You need to kind of like dehydrate your body a little bit the night before. So you get really concentrated urine. And then it takes you through, I think it's about, I think it's 76 different metabolic processes. So it looks at digestion and all the little like every little biochemical detail of digestion, a lot of yeast. I'm surprised by how many people have yeast as issues when the test comes back. So that's a lot of times we have to work on, again, digestion and antifungal anti-yeast that way. It also looks at how the liver works. It looks at our Krebs cycle and so how our cells are working. So for myself, I had a Krebs cycle dysfunction. And so no wonder I was tired all the time because my energy storehouse of all of my cells weren't functioning properly. And as soon as I took some coenzyme Q10 and a B complex to support my mitochondria, 
I really noticed a big shift in my energy. Huge. And I've always done adrenal support. So for me, it was like, well, I do all the adrenal support and I'm not seeing the shift right. that, I, that I should have. And I sleep fine. And I, you know, so it's like, what else is going on? And so this test really helped me to solve that. It also looks at mood hormones. So I do this test a lot also with kids. And I end up seeing that they have like really low serotonin or really low dopamine. And so it starts to, I start to understand why they're having focus issues or why their moods are imbalanced and they're having issues in school and issues at home because they're so low right. in these neurotransmitters that are really important in helping us to feel good. It does, it looks at amino acids, it looks at fatty acids, it looks at nutrients. It's really, it's extremely detailed again, into our cellular biochemical processes. And so, I mean, I love the Dutch test too, but sometimes after seeing people, I can start to almost guess is what the issue is. Right. Right? Like you have an idea. Yeah. Like I can have an idea exactly when you start to see enough people and you run these tests a lot, you see the patterning that happens. For sure. And I still run them up for sure. And I still really like them, but I find that this oat test, it's like, it's this, it's the wild cards I never would normally like know yes, about and or right. I can't really predict. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome. Okay, cool. So I would assume that I should look into that even for my practice. I guarantee mm-hmm. so many people are going to start asking for it. Yeah. But in mm-hmm. the meantime, I'm just going to send them to you. Yeah. For yeah. anybody who's in the local Toronto area. Yeah. That, it's great. It's great. And I, I do it a lot on kids. It's really like I have this, I had this girl who had a lot of just issues with focus and concentration and her mood and how she even just felt in her skin. And so we did the O-test and she had a lot of yeast. And so we worked on antifungals, candida really. Yeah. Yep. And did probiotics and changed her diet. And she was young. She was in grade one. And the teacher called the mom and was like, I just wanted to say, I don't know what you're doing with, you know, little so-and-so, but like, she's like really different. Wow. And she's doing like, I just wanted to let you know how much better she's doing. And the mom had not talked to the teacher about this or told her anything. It was just, and so, you know, these things can work really, really well. Yeah. That is so awesome. But you need the test sometimes to point you in the right direction. It's true. It's true. You know, like the saying goes, test, don't guess. It can really be so helpful in outlining your protocols. So for sure. Yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah. And we can get to our solution a lot quicker. For sure. So I would love to talk about 300 births. That's crazy as a birth doula. Yeah. So tell us first off, what does it mean to be a birth doula? What does it mean? It means, well, it means that I often don't sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine. (laughs) Babies, babies like to come at night. So that's okay. You know, that's how it goes, but it's like, it's just supporting families. And so I started, I was interested when I was a naturopathic student and I have a very good friend who's a midwife. So we had to do these like preceptor hours as a naturopath. And I was like, oh, well, half my hours I can go do with like one of my best friends and I can go live in the country with her. And I did. so it was like, <laughs> Amazing. and I didn't have to like, I didn't have to search hours out with anybody like, hey, will you take me? My friend's like, just come. For so it was sure. like, well, this is easy. So I went and lived with her and she sees a lot of like, she has a lot of home births. She lives in the country. It's a lot of Mennonite and Amish women in the community that she's servicing. And so I went to clinic with her and I went to all these births and it was so exciting. And, so and cool. I just really, and I loved it. And so I did that. Then I had my own baby. And while my labor was fine, my postpartum period was like not. And so we ended up in the hospital and we had all these stressors that happened. And it was really like traumatic for me at the time. Oh, for sure. 
And I thought, wow, if this happened to me and I'm like, I'm like, I was a naturopathic doctor and I'm educated and I have this, like, I have like preceptored with this woman and I've been to all these births, then this is happening to lots of people. For sure. And so I started to go to births and the more I went, the more I really, I really liked it. And while I still do go now, you know, I have a clinic now and have kids and I still go, but I don't go as much as I used to go for sure. Right. But it's, I think it's really important for everybody really who has like, yeah, who's going to have a baby to have support, physical, emotional, informational support. Whether you have an OB or whether you have a midwife, you can have a doula at your birth. And I really, I mean, the research shows our best management for pain is good labor support. For and sure. so much thought now into the postpartum period and all the support that women get in the prenatal and during labor, and then they're home with the baby by themselves and they don't get very many visits. After that. And so, you know, even at the clinic here, we have a naturopathic doctor that's a lactation consultant. She runs a postpartum program, right? And sees people one on one as as needed. And we have like a mom group that people can come and just hang out because I just think it's so important for so important families and for women to like help to support each other. We were always meant to do this as a village. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, like, if you go back to, ancestral days and whatnot. Like you Mm -hmm. gave birth with a community. Women was a hundred percent. We're not raising their kids alone. Your aunts, your grandmothers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it is like, I I do think about so many of my friends who have kids and I'm like, they went through that process alone. They were home Mm -hmm. alone every day, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, husband off at work and they had to just figure it out. Yeah. And I think, I mean, as much as I love social media, I think that there's a lot of people who are connected, but disconnected, like they're connected to all the other moms and everything else that's going on. But I think they're disconnected from physical, like a lot of people just connect, like physically getting together because, you know, we're nap schedules and feeding schedules and like, well, I'll text you and I'll chat with you and I'll follow you here. And I really believe that, you know, people need to come back to like a meeting place. For sure. For sure. So in 300 births, mm-hmm. what have you learned in that process? Oh, I've learned that like birth is just the most magical thing and that women are so powerful and so strong and that we doubt ourselves and we shouldn't. Like it's just such a magical, yeah, it's it's really like a miracle that happens. And And I love when women, you know, in the beginning of labor, everyone's like, I have it. I can keep it together. I'm okay. Right. And then there's a sense of release. And it's it's the release when things really happen, when we just trust our bodies. And we could take this into many aspects of our lives, but you know, I, I think that it's it's about trusting our yeah, our bodies and the innate wisdom that your body knows how to birth its baby in the time that it needs to birth the baby that your body made. Yes. Yeah. So oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's I love pretty, that. It's pretty great. I had a friend say to me the other day that, like, she's having her, I think her third or maybe her fourth, actually. So she was saying, Power. yeah, and she, her background, like, she used to be a singer and she used to sing, not necessarily mm-hmm. opera, but I think something along mm-hmm. those lines. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how so many women don't use their voice during mm-hmm. birth, and she's like, be loud, like, don't be, yeah, don't be scared about like screaming it out in there and like almost singing like it's okay mm-hmm. but she's like so many women are scared to like let it out Be vocal yeah yes. there's actually an energetic like connection between our throat 
and our cervix. So when we relax our throat, we relax our cervix. So if you're sitting here all tight in your throat, what do you think's happening down below? Of course. So you need to you need to release it. And singing is a great way. Yeah. One of my colleagues also, she hired a doula who was an opera trained singer. Oh, really? And so that they could like actually do this in the birth. I just love that. Oh my God, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. you imagine what that looked like and sounded like? A, like. like, yeah, beautiful. Like a symphony. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my God, that's so awesome. That's really cool. Awesome. Okay. So another question. I want to switch gears here, just kind of going back to women's hormones. I'd be so curious, you know, from a lifestyle perspective, what are some of the strategies that mm-hmm. you feel women really need to start implementing? And I you mm-hmm. know, talk so much about here are the supplements you need to take, or here's the food yeah. you need to take, but mm-hmm. lifestyle mm-hmm. is so important too. Yeah, I think so too. And often things that people can do without, you know, not everybody can afford to take stuff. Not everybody wants, like, I hate taking pills. <laughs> you know? For sure. So, for sure. There's only so much you can take. I don't like taking them. Like how much, like how much can other people enjoy taking, enjoy taking them? So exercise, movements, you know, I actually don't really love to use the word exercise. Like, Cause I think to me, it has like this, like what it's supposed yes. to look like. I just think we need to move our bodies. Agreed. That could be walking. It can be going to the gym if you're into that. It could be doing a hit class. It could be dancing. It could be, you know, like doing a yoga on your mat or going to a class. It could be any movement. It could be playing a sport. Like I play tennis. So I get my awesome. cardio a couple of days a week because I play a sport that I like to go out and have fun at. And I'm not amazing, but it's fun. And, right. and so, you know, those are the things. It's just having some sort of movement on a day-to-day basis, I think is pretty important. And sweating. Yes. So- Ideally, you exercise to sweat. Of course. But, you know, sometimes depending on the kind of exercise. So, you know, I'm a big fan, like we have at the clinic, an infrared sauna. I love it. And so it's, you might have one, somebody might have one at home, but they're pretty pricey. So at the clinic, we have it as like a really affordable option for people to come in and use it because I don't want to have this amazing piece of machinery and then make it cost prohibitive for people. For sure. So the way the sauna heats you up and detoxes your body and helps to eliminate again, like bad hormones, and then you get the sweat. So like, you know, one of the ways we release is from our skin and it's sweating through. So I think that's super important. Awesome. And the last sort of my last lifestyle take home that I love are our castor oil packs. Again, if I could dip every- They are my favorite. You know, we rub our baby's tummies with them. They could put them on that- hot teenager liver. (laughs) And we can also do it to help with our own hormones as females as well. So it's just a great way to, again, get the liver moving and detoxify our body. And also like our whole pelvic region, you know, like the female, female reproductive organs and the digestive system. There's a lot of congestion and whole other topic of discussion could be just digestion and, you know, irregular bowel movements and like, and just so much gas and bloating that people every day I hear are, are, you know, it's it's things that we're working on. And so castor oil is really great for that, but always external. You're not consuming this, right? right? You're not eating it. You're just rubbing it on the outside of, of, yeah, ideally I kind of joke like from boobs to pubes, you know, under your breast to the top of your pubic bone and you cover that like entire area. That's that's mm-hmm. that's what I was the taught. Visual, yeah, the visual. That's right. And you know what? When you say it that way, people will remember it that they way. They remember. Yes, yes, it's true. Awesome. So that's really good. I love castor oil packs. Do you infuse your castor oil with anything? 
So I found like when I actually did castor oil packs, I got really low compliance. I don't know if you find that at all, like from the people you work with or if you recommend doing castor oil, but I found it was like always a thing that like, you know, they wanted to like heat the oil and put the cloth in and then they right. have to lie down for like you yep. know, half an hour to have it on and the heating pad and the mess and the, and the towels. And, and so what I started doing was telling women to just rub the castor yes. oil on. That's what I tell people. The area, wear an old t-shirt or yep. tank top and go to bed. Same. It's the you're same warm. Thing. Perfect. You're warm under your covers. You are like, you're in bed. You don't have, you're not moving and that the oil will do its magic. So I yep. started doing that and I find now my compliance rate is like, it's dramatically different. Totally. Yeah. Yes. I agree with you. I studied with a herbalist. You might know him. Oh my God. Veriditas Herbal. Why can't I think of his yeah, name? Of course. John Redden. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. John Redden. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he was amazing. So I did That's his course. That's where I get all my herbs from. All oh, my yeah. herbs come from John Redden. Of so course. Think, and he, yeah. he's amazing. So he is amazing. When I did my herbal class with him, yeah, he was like, just put it directly on the skin. Just get it on the people. Don't worry about the packs. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, he's got a really great castor oil that he infuses with like lavender mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's really beautiful. So awesome. Yeah. I use it before bed and it just like, it totally puts me to sleep in like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I feel like it mm -hmm. totally calms me and mm -hmm. yeah, it's really great. It's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. It's a great therapy. And so I need to blame you for my seaweed snack addiction. <laughs> <laughs> we do less seaweed snacks. <laughs> that is totally your fault. And like your kids eat them. I know. I told you that story of like my little guy's like, we have to go to the store. I need seaweed. <laughs> That's wild because his friend was yeah. eating it, right? His friend was eating them. Yeah. That's and amazing. Obviously being, and again, these are the things that we can make our children familiar with at a really young age. Like it's not weird to eat seaweed at all, but if we make it into something that's unusual. Yes then it will be. But yeah, you know, great. Lots, good dose of iodine in this iodine Amazing. devoid belt that we live in. Yes. It's so true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something I wanted to dive into real quick. I saw you posted on your Instagram about iron supplementation. And I know mm -hmm. so many women suffer with digestive issues when taking iron. Yeah. Because they're probably taking their over-the-counter iron supplements that wreak havoc on your gut. It's really hard to digest it. Yes. So you end up constipated and you end up with like a gut rot feeling, not to mention you can't even absorb that kind of iron very well. Right. So I have this discussion again, almost daily with the people, like, you know, my patients that come in, but we want to get a really absorbable form of iron that is easy to digest. Right. And yes, the amount of it in the bottle will be less than the amount in your over-the-counter, but you will right. absorb like 80% of it and not have digestive issues as a result. And also we want our, For sure. our iron does very well with vitamin C, with B12, with folate. And so we want it to be all bundled together in the capsule to maximize its absorption. Amazing. And so again, our over-the-counter prescriptions, they just, they don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I love that you said that, like, even if it is a lower dose, it's okay because mm -hmm. the bioavailability of it will be that much greater. Yes. A hundred percent. It's about the, like the quality of the product is what we're going for, not the quantity. So amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure many women will find their ferritin levels go up because of that. And they really do. They yeah. really, really do. Yeah. Awesome. 
That's good. And it's important to note that, you know, it's not just the iron, but it's the vitamin C and it's the bees mm-hmm. and, you know, it's all these other things. Mm-hmm. For sure. Vitamin C increases iron, iron's absorption by 20 times. That's huge. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's huge. Yes, it is. And it just really goes to show like the synergy of how nutrients really mm-hmm. work together. Mm-hmm. So sometimes mm-hmm. isolating is just, is just not the best option. So yeah, it's very true. Things are meant to kind of be in combo. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Share with our audience where they can find you. I know you're hanging out on Instagram. Yeah. My Instagram is Rachel S underscore ND. Amazing. And you can find out all about our clinic at 789dupontclinic.ca. That's great. Is our website called, and the clinic is DuPont Naturopathic Family Center. Amazing. Well, we will be sure to put all of that in our show notes. Thank and I you. do encourage everyone to come find you on Instagram because you've got some amazing posts and amazing recipes. Thank you so much. And it's just been so great to connect with you today. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. We'll talk later. Take care. Bye. Thank you everyone for tuning into our episode today. I really hope you enjoyed it. You can follow Rachel over on Instagram. She is at Rachel's underscore ND. She posts lots of great info and great recipes that I think you guys will really enjoy. And do head on over to NorthAmericanHerbAndSpice.com and use the coupon code HOLISTIC15 for 15% off your order on any of the products and they do ship internationally. And if you are looking to grab any of the show notes from today, head on over to our website, holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 95. Thanks for being with us today and I will chat with you all next week. Take care. Oh.